gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back! <laughs> Welcome to episode three of the Talk Nuffle podcast. I feel like we've been away for ages, don't we? Well, that's because we have been away for ages. We have been away. Where, where have you been, Phil? Have you been anywhere exciting? Because I have. No. <laughs> have just, you just been here in I've just sunny been wor- England? I've just been working, earning a crust. Did it snow last week? It did snow. It was very wet snow. It was pretty horrible, really. It wasn't very nice snow. No, it wasn't. It wasn't... Uh, it wasn't even akin to a 12 on the weather table. A 12? What's a 12? Blizzard. Oh, I see. Yeah, we're talking about Blood Bowl. I was talking about real life, and you, oh, <laughs> you really? took it back to Blood Bowl. No, indeed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, that's presumably what people listen in for anyway. What? Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. <laughs> a, a Blood Bowl? Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I went to Morocco, which is really fun, actually. Okay. I went with a girl, and when I say I went with a girl, I, um, I found a girl online. And uh, I started stalking her and found out was she was that, going... Was that on, on Fumble? Did you find her there? Or was she in one of maybe the UK BBLs online league? No, no, she's a real girl. A but real as girl. you know, as you know, nerds like us aren't allowed to go out with real girls. Uh, no. Right. Do, do you know that? No. <laughs> well, we're not. I fear so, I've been breaking the rules. So, so I followed her. I got on a plane with her. I sat next to her next to her on the plane and I took some selfies. You know when they fall asleep and you can kind of put mm. their head on your shoulder and you don't know that? Okay. No. Yeah, I took some selfies, went to the same hotel as her in Morocco and, just, and st- stayed in the next room. And then eventually you played Blood Bowl team manager with her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> None of that was true. Anyway, what, what's, um, <laughs> welcome back everybody. Thank you for joining us again for the third podcast. Um, after Morg's fireside chat last time. Oh, back, you back that? To, it was lovely, wasn't it? Yeah, welcome back, Phil. Thank you so much. It's nice to be back. Restore some decorum to uh, no, proceedings. No, I, I think it was very good. Well, apart from we had someone on, didn't we, on the last one? Wow, so many people on. We had a lot. Particularly that fella in the background playing Mario Kart, having a, having a fight with his having girlfriend. Having a party with his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, what, what are we going to do? What's, not, what's item number one on the agenda today? Well, what are we going to go through in this podcast? Uh, I don't know. Don't you know? No. Uh, we're going to go through uh, the UKTC. For the first half, so you and I will sort of do a little download on the event as a whole, the social stuff as well as the gaming stuff, and Ooh. run through our games. Very and good. then the second half, actually this evening, I'm going down to the Cuckleberry Final for the DBL. Fantastic. Do you want to quickly explain what that is? Well, the Cuckleberry Final, so the DBL this year was 50 players in total. Only the top 32 could go through to the DBL knockouts, which meant that we had 18 players. And in a bid to encourage participation, to always give somebody to play for and make them more invested, mm-hmm. um, the bottom, well, the top of the bottom 16, so only two players miss out, they would then go into their own knockouts for the Cocklebury Cup. Great. Which essentially is the, is the runner-up cup. Kind of a, maybe akin to the, uh, the UEFA Cup and the Champions League, maybe. Yeah. And sadly, the bottom two teams, they just... See you later. They're out the door, but there you go. You can't please everybody. <laughs> exactly. So who's in the final this year? We have the Orkington Greenskins, yeah, which are a DBL stalwart. They've been there now for the last three seasons. They feature their star player, a strength five, frenzy, tackle, orc blitzer. That's a lot of things. That is formidable. How's he not in the DBL final? Oh, just because. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, he's managed to skill up one player fantastically well, but um, he just didn't do well in his group no stages. No one else in the team. Okay, and what's the other team? The other team are a Norse team. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, what, what star players have they got on the Norse team? Definitely some... Well, um, I was going to say, well, I'll run through it later on. Exactly, when can, I go we can to do it final. later when I've got time to bring up their team sheet. <laughs> well, no, what I'll do is we're, we're going to do the EKTC now, and then I'm going to go to the Cuckabry final, and Phil's not coming, and no. I'll run through the teams. I don't know, I'll find someone No, I'm going, to, I'm going to watch real football instead, aren't I? 
Football! Football! <laughs> yes, indeed. Sports! Excellent. Cool. So that's what we're going to do. UKTC first half, and then we'll do we'll, we'll do some live stuff at the Cucklebury final for the second half, like we did at the BBL final. Mm. And then seamlessly, we'll switch back to you and I, to recording other stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, amazing. Um, right. So, UKTC, how do you find it, Phil? It was brilliant. So last year was my first time going, and I think, were you there last year as well? Oh, that was my first time as well. Yeah. yeah. But this year, we went in, obviously, a much bigger group. We did, yeah. Last year I went with three mates. This yeah, year so I went we, with, I can't even count. There were 16 of us. 16 DVRs. And obviously we know... There were more than 16 because there was another team with two extras. Okay. So it was 18 DBLs. 18 DBLs. And then obviously we know a lot of the guys from the ECBBL and know a lot of other people generally too. So. Yeah. I mean, I think personal highlight on the social side of it was probably the revolving dance floor. Oh, at Pop World. At Pop World. <laughs> that was great. Wow, what a place. It was so good, wasn't it? It was so sticky. You know that you know that a club's good when the floor's <laughs> sticky. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. Spinning around on that dance floor was excellent. It was just I remember we went because we went there on Friday night because I was driving on Sunday, mm. so I could I wanted to you know go big on Friday night, and it was just it filled up at about ten o'clock at night, so too early really yeah. to be in a club like that, just with nerds. So there were kind of like forty men on this yeah. revolving dance floor. It was great. I enjoyed it. There, it was an interesting mix of people, wasn't it? It was. Very interesting indeed. But that was a big night. And I think ultimately, I think I went to bed about five o'clock. Yeah, I fell asleep about then. What, yeah. what happened to my non-foldable bed, Tom? <laughs> well, uh, myself and... I can't remember who else was involved in this now. <laughs> Me, Ollie, James, maybe? Yes, indeed. We found out that your bed was in fact foldable. <laughs> by, by applying si the, the correct amount of pressure ah, to yes. the centre of the bed. Newton. How was your night's week? Well, I put the mattress on the floor, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was a good start. A good start to the weekend, I thought. Yeah. Um, and I did pay on Saturday morning. I was slightly worse for wear. Oh, my God. On the first that day. That first game was a nightmare, really. I love Jimbo's face. Jimbo's face was hilarious. Because <laughs> he hadn't been drinking the whole of January. Oh, really? So, no. So I think he'd had a few weeks of no, nothing at all, and his body just yeah, wanted to shut and, down. And robots shouldn't really drink alcohol, should they? No, well, he wasn't. He was drinking oil all night. Oh, oil, okay. Who's just oiling uh, himself up? Very well lubricated. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, right. Uh, yeah, so the social side I thought was really good. Um, and the Saturday night, I didn't really go out because of the driving. Mm. But um, I know you guys went out with the Bilbao guys. Was that yeah, right? so we ended up having some drinks with the guys from Bilbao and their tournament, which I think is at the start of uh, July in Bilbao. Well, we're going to try and go, aren't we? I think. I'm I'd kind of on go. the cards. Yeah. Um, and we'll maybe bring more details about that event in future episodes when we bother to look it up. When we bother to look it up. <laughs> Seamlessly. Just, yeah, exactly. It's always seamless on top. So let's let's start talking about the bowl now. Okay. What, the actual games? The actual games. So let's tell, uh, tell us a little bit about your team first of all. So you were the DBL behemoths. Yes. Remind our listeners what races you had in there. So to recap, we were the stunty team. Uh, so naturally, we all took stunty teams in that uh, in that team. Yes, there was uh, halflings, there was goblins, there was ogres, and what did you take? Uh, Bretonians. Ah, Bretonians. <laughs> Bretonians. <laughs> or Bretonians, as uh, the uneducated amongst us seem <laughs> to say. Excellent, um, that famed and renowned stunty team. Exactly. I, I was going to, like we, we discussed before, I was going to take undergobs, and I just burnt out using them in the DBL, didn't want to use yeah, them anymore. I actually want to use them again now. I kind of, why well, want to use Underworld? I was going to be looking at it again, but maybe I will. But yeah, so to recap, I I regaled the listeners when you went here about after we spoke about Griff for... Oh, of course, yes. ...for about an hour, <laughs> and then just decided not to take him. And who did um, you go for instead? Dolphar Longstride. Dolphar Longstride. He was good, actually. He was really good fun. Um, the Hail Mary pass 
combined with diving catch night was a bit of a laugh. And did, it did come off twice. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was good. He, he seems to be quite a, a malign star player on I the think, internet. Well, the problem is he doesn't have any re-rolls, so he's like an elf. You know, a lot of the good star players have mm. dodge for the two plus three because they obviously got loner. Mm. Um, or they've got catch, or they've got sure hands, or something, you know, that gives them the re-rolls. Whereas he's just got cool skills. Mm. So he's got the kick, kick off return, pass block, hail mary pass... Uh, but he doesn't have pass, so he can't re-roll the pass. Uh, I'm sure he's got another one. Oh, he's got diving catch as well. And that actually came into play, actually. There was a, a point where I had a blitz where I ran up. And you know the way diving catch works, which is quite cool? So you count as catching it. If it lands in a square next to you, mm. you count as catching it, but from your own square. Okay. So on my blitz, it was uh, due to land in a square in, like, three of his tackle zones. So I moved Dorfar Longstride to the square next to it, where he was in no tackle zone, so he, he could catch on a two, and he caught it. So like, Fantastic. obviously you didn't have to be in the square itself, so that was cool. Um, or a three, no catch on a three because it's Cause ina- it doesn't inaccurate. Inaccurate, yeah. But that's his problem. His big problem is he doesn't have rerolls. So but still, a one. two up is only fails one in six, isn't it? Yeah. So even if you've got a three plus plus, like Griffin is dodge, that fails one in nine. So it's not a huge loss, is it? No, but I, it did lose me the last game definitely. Him, he ah. finally screwed up in the last game, which we'll come to later on. Yeah. So so that's the should team. Should we should we do round by round? We'll go. Your team, my team, then we'll do round two, then we'll do your team, yeah, my yeah, team. I reckon so. But do you want to run through? Yes. So wait, so quickly in our teams, we had Ollie with Ogres. Yep. We had uh, George with the Halflings. Indeed. And we had Alex with Goblins, obviously, because he only ever takes Goblins. Yeah. Why, why is George's NAF name BizTech? Do you have no idea? How do you spell that? BizTech. B-I-Z-T-E-C-K. I don't know, but knowing George, it's probably something horrible and depraved that we don't want to know, isn't it? Yeah, or, or, yeah, or maybe something... Something to do with 3D printers. He likes 3D printers. Does he? <laughs> so he's he's a horrible sex pest and he likes 3D printers. Yeah. And a father of two. I mean, all, all in all. Only an interesting of, character. Only two of those three are correct. We have to be a bit weird to play Halfling. Yeah. So, um, to be a flinger. Indeed you do. Well, talking of flingers, so I took flings in the DBL Dreamboat. So uh, I, was, I was team captain. And they were supposed to be the top DBL team? We were the top DBL team. <laughs> so you thought Halflings would be a power... A powerhouse, power absolutely. Yeah. So we, we were high elves, chaos pact, dwarves, and flings. So we had Yogi with his pact, uh, Tom really nice with his dwarves. Those. Yeah, gorgeous. Um, and then Rory had his uh, his high elves, which are his team. So uh, game one. So it was all Swiss, and it was random draw initially. Yes. So we'll start off with the Dream Boats. So the Dream Boats drew another DBL team. The DBL Legends! The DBL Legends. And it was quite a nice draw, actually, isn't it? Because it was a random draw within that. And, yeah. and the right people got drawn against Absolutely. the right people, I think. So we we were thankful for this draw because it meant that all of us were equally hungover. And indeed, my opponent in my first game, uh, Sam Kinge, the Kinge Slayer. Ah, Kinge Meister himself. We, we matched each other drink for drink the whole night long because you're like well if we're going to play each other tomorrow morning I can't let you get more drunk than me that's just not <laughs> that's not sporting no that's not sporting so we were both absolutely fucked since you're both high quality athletes you need to, <laughs> to make sure that you cut that in <laughs> exactly um, so did you drink in the morning as well yes as soon as the bar would open <laughs> which was quite frankly too late was it what time did the bar open I'm not till like 11 or, or 10 or something wasn't really? it or maybe, you know, maybe as much later, maybe 12 even. But Super Bowl, the bar's open at 8.30. Oh, good. Central, I think. Yeah. Um, so for our first games, we had... Uh, we'll start off with, with myself and the Halflings. It was a 1-1 draw against Necro. 
Okay. But I must confess, that I don't think either of us really were quite at the races in terms no, of either seeing players or moving. whatsoever. No. What we managed to power through. Um, then we had Tom and his dwarves against uh, the commissioner and Nurgle's rotters. Ooh, so new commish versus old commish. New commish versus old commish. And uh, Which was old commish? commish showed new commish how it's done. Oh, dear. And the Nurgle beat the dwarves 2-1. That shouldn't happen, really, should it? No, but but old uh, Mark, our commissioner, he's he's got a soft spot for UKTC. He does well. He Is pulls it? it out the bag. Um, then we had Yogi with his chaos pact against James. Now, uh-huh. you, you know James. I, do I? Is there is there someone called James in the DBL? I don't know. Is there? He keeps he keeps he's been whinging a bit about me recently to me about winning some Super Bowl. Is he the one that, that I didn't even on, know existed? Is he the one that wants to be on Team Wales? Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. He was going around tugging at their coattails all weekend. <laughs> didn't Team Wales approach? <laughs> they didn't approach him, though, did they? No, no they no, didn't speak to him didn't. at all. Do they know who he is? I don't think so. Don't well, think we so. don't even know who he is. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, yeah, he, he was playing with his onions against Yogi. So, onions, uh, pro elves. Um, and that was a 1 1 draw. And then Rory. In a remake of the Northern Conference DBL final, lovely played uh, Harrington Estates, of course. Dan and the famous chap who works for Tesco's and the Barbies. How did that game go? It was three-one to Rory. Naturally, that's yeah, that's not not. Surprising. I mean, Dan was never love gonna, it, Dan yeah. was never going to win that one. Yeah. I mean, Rory had him in his pocket the whole time. You could literally, you could hear was he just him walking around with me. I'm in, I'm in my pockets. <laughs> I was. I had more of a like prison break thing in my head, you know, where the pockets out. Oh, and, really? And Dan was just hanging off like he was sort of Rory's little bitch. Oh, okay, like, like tea bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Rory is tea bag. So then we have the the behemoths. That's my team. And you were playing uh, a team called Poetry in Slow Motion. That sounds we quite were. charming. They were quite charming actually. I quite enjoyed my game. I played a chap. The one the nap is called Vagabond 1982 UK. Uh, to, to distinguish himself from the Vagabond 1982 <laughs> USA. Presumably. Exactly. Well, I, I mean, from that, I'm assuming that he was born in 1982, is from the UK, and... Is a Vagabond. Is a Vagabond. <laughs> That's, but he was a nice guy. I think you played him. He's, he's a guy with dreadlocks. I'm not sure what his real name is. But. Oh, yes. I think I played him last year. Um, and he had what, at the UKTC? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I played he was him with very, his... He was very enthusiastic with his dice cup. <laughs> I seem to remember when I was hungover. It's interesting because he wasn't slamming it down this time, so maybe someone spoke to him. One can hope so. Because <laughs> I was all ready to match him slam for slam. I had, I'm sure I, you were. I borrowed a dice cup off somebody. Wait, Sh- James? No, no. That well, you don't yet. negotiate with terrorists, do you, Tom? Absolutely not. <laughs> so anyway, so he had um, Norse. So presumably... You've uh, you must have won that game because you obviously you, you took Bretonians rather than taking a fling, uh, a stunty team. So how many did you win it by? Two, three, four, maybe? Um, uh, no, no, I lost. <laughs> I lost. You lost. Yeah. Did you did you at least score a touchdown? No. Did I get a casualty? You got two. I got two casualties. Of course. No, I didn't score a touchdown. Um, I lost two nil. Is that right? To Norse. Yes. I mean. Yeah, I mean, there was some some luck involved, but oh, yeah, it was just crap. Uh, <laughs> it happens. I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it? He kept um he kept uh, blitzing with the Mitsberg core Yeti for the whole game and against my knight and kept removing my knights. So by the second half, I think I had one knight, and then by oh, okay. turn two of the second half, I had no knights, and it was just a struggle. 
Um, but he, he played well actually. I was because um, you'd said when you played him that I think he's improved from last year because you said that he wasn't. I, I, he just it didn't strike me as a particularly dark elfy dark elf player. Okay, well maybe Norse is more his brand. Maybe. I mean, I thought he played played quite a good game and yeah, smashed me up like a chump. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I lost that. And how did the rest of your team get on? Um, I can't remember now. I think we did okay. I'm looking now over Phil's shoulder and like great. Yeah, so the halflings lost, which is unsurprising. Um, and then is this the right one? Oh yeah, the goblins drew with Nurgle and Ollie with his ogres won one nil against the Kemri. So I think it's quite a good, quite a good win actually, isn't it? No, I think we were talking a little bit in our WhatsApp chats with the rest of the DBL before that game, and I I thought that ogres against Kemri was quite a good matchup for Ollie. Do you think? I th- and I think it is a good matchup because you outstrength five them for one. Their yeah. strength five don't have mighty blow, yeah. and if you can take them out of contention and they're just stood there next to an ogre, they're not causing any trouble for the rest of your team. Um, and his team are all AG two, so he's going to really struggle to pick up the ball. It depends if he had any tackle as well, because he has to be able to knock the snot things over. And he probably didn't. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe you might have seen a tackle on a on a blitzra, maybe. Well, the only thing is though is that if the ogre's all loner. And, and on their boneheads. Sorry, bonehead. But ogres don't have Lona on an ogre team. No, but they, that's what I mean, they have boneheads. Okay, yeah. I'm just drawing the curtains, that's why I've gone quiet for a minute. Which uh, you, the which sun you, was in my eyes. It's, it's quite sunny at the moment, isn't it? It was sunny, yeah. I'm back. No, so I meant if they bonehead a lot, okay. then yeah. that makes yeah. make difference. But maybe you're right, I hadn't really thought about it like that. And they've got Mighty Blow against the Armour 9 and... Mm. All that, yeah. No, so uh, we then move on to round two. Yes, we do. So and we're still oh, we're still on skill package one here, right? Still on skill package one. We should have said one. that at the beginning. But yeah, yep. we're on skill package one. We did go over the skill packages yeah. in the last episode, so you can go and listen to all of that to find out about that. So we now move on to round two, uh, and the Dream Boats are playing a team from H E B B L or Hebel or Hebel, and they have a podcast as well. Do they? Yeah, called Hebelcast. Oh, okay. What's Hebel stand for? Um, it's Harlow. Essex Blood Bowl League, I think. So why was the guy that you played, naff name, made of Welsh, if they're from Essex? <laughs> he likes leeks. Does he? he was likes. he Welsh? Yeah, he was Welsh. Okay. Very nice guy, though. Was he? So that, that game there, that was a brilliant round. That was a nice pick-up after the first one. Um, the first one for us against Team uh, Legends was a, one, was a draw, pretty much. Yeah. So one win, one loss. Two draws. And we lost, I'm assuming, in our one. You had... Yeah, we lost. Yeah, you lost, yeah. Yeah. Because because of me. Because of you. (laughs) So, against Team Hebel, so we started off with Rory's uh, High Elves facing off against Wood Elves of Howling Griffin. uh, And that was a 1-1. Yeah. So, close one thing. Yogi. uh, Yogi, Yogi, Yogi. He lost... He was a bit crap, wasn't he? He lost 3-0 to Ploppy McPloppy. (laughs) Floppy McCloppy, son of Floppy, <laughs> <laughs> and and his undead. Right. Um, then we had Tom and his dwarves. They put the, the skaven to the sword, and they won two one and five nil on casualties. But really, the the highlight of that round, and actually this would come to bite me in the arse in the next game, was just a little cheeky victory for the halflings. And um, what were you playing? Goblins or? I was know, playing snot, the. Oh, they're they're or... a little bit overrated, really. Um, but I was playing against Dark Elves. Oh, yeah, they are rated. Oh, shit. So, well, you took them to 
Maybe our last season and well, exactly. did terribly. I mean, so. But we've often we've often said Tom Halfling's are OP. They are OP. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I won one nil and I won five one on casualties. <laughs> How did that? Did you foul them a lot? It was in the casualty. No, it was just he wasn't breaking armor. Just good, just good blocking, really. I mean, my my tactic with them was as soon as I recovered the ball, I'd run to where the trees were and stand in like a tree cage. Um. And then he would just have to try and dodge witches in, do stuff like that. And then I'd gradually rumble forward. But anytime somebody was next to Deep Root, and essentially you've got to feed Deep Root. Yeah. You can't ignore him because he'll go to where he wants to go then. But you feed Deep Root and then he will get casualties eventually. And same with the other trees too. I think I did foul one of them off maybe. Because there were more casualties than that. There were eight casualties in total that were caused. Only five were actually caused by me. Okay. Did you uh, find that you were lucky on the tech roots? Uh, pretty average, I think. Okay. I mean, and re-rolls, I spent a few re-rolls throughout the course of the weekend on take roots on for the key roots. ones. But yeah. there were plenty of games where my tree would take roots first turn and second half. And you're just like, oh, fuck. Rubbish. <laughs> like, I'm not going to re-roll it because it's just so much stuff that needs to happen. And my chef was terrible. Yeah, you said Over that. the course of the weekend, I think he stole 9 out of 36 Not re-rolls. Michelin star. They're terrible food. Yeah, absolutely, really and 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 um, that is also consistent with the food at the venue, which, <laughs> which was shit. So your chef made that horrible. Th- that I mean, that that was a real down point for me at the UKTC. I just I yeah. don't know what they can do about the it. The only point of constructive feedback I'd say is the, the catering. Out. Whatever they're in those lunch bags was terrible. Yeah, it was wasn't worth the money. I mean, what my suggestion I would say go and do Subway sandwich prices or something like that. Yeah, because you could do that. Well, just tell people in advance. I'm really sorry. No yeah. At least then people can react accordingly. Yeah. Anyway, so that was first uh, second round for the Dream Boats. Second round for the Behemoths. Who did you face? Uh, another DBL team. So <laughs> of the first two rounds, DBL debacle. Excellent. First two rounds, the DBL just played each other, basically. We came all that way to York, and we were happy about it. We were quite happy playing ourselves up in, uh, up in Yorkshire. It's true. So uh, round two, you were playing with yourself. I was playing with myself. And um, who were you all facing then? Uh, so we had Ollie faced off against Lewis, who turned oh, out to be... Oh, you didn't draw against the Count, did you? I did draw against the Count. Yeah. We'll get to that. We're talking about the other people first. So Ollie played against Lewis, who at the end of the Saturday was the best player in the in the UK. Officially wow. the best player in the UK. Um, and he did beat Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the second game And what was, was he using? Uh, Ollie was using Ogres. And Lewis? Dark Elves. Dark Elves, Dark Elves. Uh, indeed. Dark Elves are a really strong team, aren't they? <laughs> no, they're weak. we just <laughs> gone through that. Uh, then Alex played off against... Uh, who's McCorkison? McCorkison. And the DBL. Who's that? Is that Martin? Uh, I should know that, really. I don't know who it was. So Alex played McCorkison. I don't know who that is. The York guy. <laughs> Just go on. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> and then um, George was against uh, uh, Tony. Beard Legend. Is that his name? His knuckle name is Beard Legend. That's brilliant. Yeah, it is um, indeed Beard <laughs> Legend. And then I played um, Nick, whose naff uh, name is Inept Mule. Yes. Which I think is, fair, is a true of his life as well. <laughs> um, and yes, as you say, he had the count. And I drew against the count, and it was yeah, it was an interesting game. So that that that, that was a vampire team where, in the weeks before, listeners, that Tom had managed to persuade Nick, the vampire coach, that taking 
Count von um, Luther, Luther von, von Drakenberg. Was a good idea. It is a good idea. It's a terrible He's idea. He's great. He's three hundred and ninety thousand gold. It is a lot of gold. I mean, we so in the game, I KO'd him, turn one. Yeah, he he got a blitz. Mm. Ran in with the count, fell over, <laughs> and then I just fouled him off and KO'd him turn one. And then over the course of the first half, he removed three knights, oh, and wow. we were saying still sixty k off what the count's worth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, he turned me over in the first half anyway and scored. And then I turned him over in the second half and scored. Oh, so I ended up 1-1. One, one. But yeah, no, I think he's good. He's just a bit overpriced. Um, so the scores were, then we had uh, Tony with the humans. And that's the human lino team, wasn't it? It was. It was. They drew 1-1 one, one with uh, George's halflings. You drew 1-1 one, one with the vampires. Mark Orkerson and... <laughs> Whoever uh, the hell that is. <laughs> we're going to get beaten by this. And this... It must be Martin, isn't it? What other Orc players did we have go? Did Martin even go? Oh, was it Chris? Chris. Chris, um... Chris Park. Park. Is he McCorkison? Yes, he was there. Yeah, he was there. Chris was there. I don't think Martin was there. It must be Chris. Must be Chris. Okay. Let's go with that. We, Apologies, we... Chris, if, if this is you. We think it's you now. <laughs> Let's go with that. Let's say that Chris so he, he drew 1-1 one, one against the Goblins, and then obviously the Ogres lost 3-0 to Dark Elves. Now, after game two... Um, there was the new skills added, weren't there? There was. There was. So everybody got a bit more. Bit and more actually, I think, and I've seen the new the new sheet for the UTTC next year. This was where the Bretts, the Bretts started to become a bit more competitive. They just couldn't compete at tier one. They didn't okay. have enough skills. And so finally, mm. this round, I was like, right, I actually have some skills. I can do some things now. Because what tier were they? Uh, tier one. Tier one. Yeah, they should have been tier two. Okay. Right. So somehow. For the next round. In round three. You were playing Team Wales. The, the DBL Dream Boats drew Team Wales. So we we were pretty high up the board at this point. Yeah, you must have been. And um, so we were playing Team Wales. Who are... And what table were you on? I, I was somehow table one within my group. <laughs> the Halflings had managed to top the DBL Dream Boats. That's basically... Proving that Halflings are OP. Isn't that more that Rory's shit? Then <laughs> you're good. I don't know. It could be, but anyway. So we were. This playing, is my podcast. We, so I can say what I want. I you, can say that Rory shit. You can say what you you, you can cry if you want to. Tom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we had Necro against Halflings, Wood Elves against High Elves again, and Necro against Halflings again. Um, and then we had Undead against Dwarves. I think that's also again, and then Dwarves against Chaos. Did we just play the same teams every single time? Anyway. So I was playing against Andy Davo. Oh right, and he didn't do very well overall, did he? At the event. Yeah, he did. He win? Did he win the whole? I think he won I the whole event, didn't he? Might have anyway, um, I was playing against his Necro, um, and I assume you beat him. Ah, uh, if only. <laughs> I was very close to going in one nil up at half time, but once again, even with a re-roll, even not needing really many scatters or anything else, my halflings just couldn't land when I threw them. That's annoying. Over the course of the weekend, there was at least five or six attempts where I tried to throw a halfling for a touchdown, and he never once landed. And almost every single time, he killed himself. That's frustrating. It wasn't just he didn't land and lay there and was fine. He was just dead. Dead. Do you think that if your chef had made better food for your halflings, they would have landed better? I think so. Intrinsically linked? I think I think there's definitely a connection. Okay. Um, and I don't think I stole many re-rolls, if any, in that game either. So I lost 2-0 to Andy, but it was a great game. Learned a lot from him as well. That's um, good. Was he nice, nice guy to play? Oh, lovely man. Great. And was, spoke highly of me afterwards and gave me a lovely set of uh, Team Wales dice as well. Oh, very nice. So there you go. I was going to ask you, actually, for the for the going this afternoon, can I borrow some dice? Because I haven't got any dice. Yeah, you can borrow some dice. Right? Thanks. 
I'm going to go and play James, is it? Yeah, okay. James in the ladder James. I'll tell you what, I'll give you my Team Wales dice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's too good. Yeah, um, ideal. So then we had Rory drew 1-1 against Wood Elves again. Um, the Dwarves lost to the Undead 2-1. Yeah, and then the yogi with his pact finally it looks like as well like the um the pact started to hit their stride after the influx of more skills. Yeah, makes sense. And then he won two one against um Darnesian's dwarves. Crikey, he got killed though five one on casualties. Mm. Beaten up. I mean the dwarves by that stage is probably a lot of mighty blow, a lot of guard, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, that's true. So that that's was the, the Dream Boats and Team Wales, and that resulted in an overall loss. So it was two losses, a win, and a draw. So the Dream Boats lost. Lovely. Then the DBL Behemoths, you played three men and a little lady. Now, presumably, one of them was actually a lady on the team. I was team. trying to figure out which one the little lady was. <laughs> no, one of them was. It was like, it was the Games Workshop guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, JTY. Yeah, exactly. Indeed, he was talking to me outside because he'd been speaking to the ECDBL guys about the flings that really? I, was, I was painting up. Oh. It was very complimentary about. You're becoming famous. Oh, indeed. Well, or maybe he's becoming famous by talking to you. Well, that's, that's the question. I mean, it? lucky enough to talk to one of the co hosts of Talk Nuffle. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so we played these. Uh, they were a really good team, actually, good fun to play. Um, like you said, JTY. Is he the. He's the specialist games yeah, so head he, or something. He works on Blood Bowl, yeah. Yeah, so he works on Blood Bowl, which is cool. He played Ollie and uh, ended up beating him 2 0 with dwarves. Uh, the next table. And that's that. So Ogres, yeah. in your third game, were your number one ranked team out of your four. Yeah, I wasn't even number two. And then Goblins were number two. This is the this last, last game of day one as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't reach higher than table three and. Okay, uh, yeah. So, so table two was Ruthie with uh, Dark Elves playing uh, Alex. With his and goblins. as we've heard, uh, Dark Elves are useless, so they promptly lost one nil to the Goblins, didn't they? Absolutely, they are useless. Yeah, terrible uh, team. I played Munch. I can't. I can't remember the real name actually, but a chap on the NAF called Munch uh, with humans, and I had Burt's, and uh, and the Burt's finally, finally won a game <laughs> three nil. Three nil. Excellent three stuff. Nil. Yeah. Um, but he did beat me up. He got three casualties. Um, it just all came together finally. Like I said, the the more skills made them a bit more competitive. Mm. Finally figured out. I had I think in the first game or two I had been playing them more like humans because I played a lot of humans. So yeah. I think finally the the Bretonians are a bit more mobile and they did come together. Um, and then there wasn't anything else to make. That was it. Yeah, I just beat him. Uh, <laughs> the final game was halflings against halflings. Fantastic. Shani pool. Shani pool. Shani pool. Shani pool one. Oh, okay, Shaney Poo. Presumably there's a Shaney Poo 2. Maybe. And a Shaney Poo 3. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but yeah, so that, that was a victory for George, wasn't it? It was. Well done, so, George. Um, first game that I think George had won in about a year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's, like, it's something like that. Oh, well done, George. Um, well done. But just as a, as, a, as a point of interest, when you've got flings against flings, I mean... You've got trees against trees, presumably, and they just kind of stand next to each other. And I don't think George takes trees, just flings. <laughs> just, takes, just takes sixteen flings. But yeah, yeah, no. So you just it's just beat each other up, don't you? Yeah, and then the flings jump on the other flings. And there was an interesting point that came up about the chef, though, because mm. you don't actually because we thought you don't you don't actually steal their rerolls. No, just, I learned roll. this over the course of the weekend yeah. too. So it's two separate things. Yeah. Every four up denies them a reroll and every four up means that your chef makes you a reroll. So yeah. you ne there's never been any stealing. Yeah. 
It's just you just make it, but yeah. uh, and it wasn't. It's not actually written in the rules, but with the flings, obviously, what's the order that you roll it? Because obviously, both fling players roll it because you and and they decided that you couldn't steal the gained rerolls. That must be right. So you both roll three dice. The same way that you can't you steal the rerolls. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what they decided. But you know, it was an interesting point that came up. Very good. Right, so we actually won won that round somehow. You did <laughs> finally. With three wins, end. three wins and a loss. Well three done. wins and a loss, yeah. So uh, now we move on to day two. We do. So I mean, there was a bit less drinking on on the Saturday. I think. Um, do you think people were in better shape? I think so. Certainly less hungover. Good. Uh, so, and just by by way of uh, yeah. So next day, the Dreamboats played the Granite City Avengers, and you were finally knocked off the top table. Finally knocked off the top. I mean, I was only in second. On this day, in, yeah. our, in our group here. Um, so we had Rory with his high elves on the top table playing against Nurgle's Rotters. And somehow, and actually I guess maybe it's because of disturbing presence in this occasion, but the, the Nurgle beat the high elves 2-1. Did they? So yeah. unusual for the high elves, I think, to be outscored in that way. Mm-hmm. But I guess with all the disturbing presence, it might be difficult for Rory to make some of his usual plays stick. That makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. I don't know. And the casualties were three 0 to Nurgle as well. I think I talked to Rory about this actually. I mean, mm. he'll he'll complain, but I think he had quite bad luck. I think this is one of those games where he couldn't quite make anything happen. And as you say, high, high elves are a passing team, aren't they? Um, um, and then I lost sadly one 0 to dark elves, ooh. who were OP. Um, I thought high halflings were OP. Dark elves. No, sucked. dark elves were OP. Okay. <laughs> um, so I lost one 0 but that was a very close game, and I almost. I think once again it was another game where I almost went in one and up at half time through a throw teammate touchdown, but oh, then yes. he failed to start the landing. And then I almost equalised in the last turn of the game because he essentially had the ball in the second half and just stalled and stalled and stalled and stalled and stalled. And I just kept removing his players and I just cornered him into essentially his end zone. Yeah. He knocked a fling out of the way with his last five dark elves, ran um, a dark elf far forward as he could, and threw the ball to space. Yeah. Trying to get it away from any flings. Good tactic. Um, I had lots of sure feet and sprint flings, so I managed to get one fling close enough to retrieve the ball, hand off to another fling who was next to a tree who could then be flung, and he scattered the right way, and then he died. Oh, great. <laughs> so you nearly won. Yeah, I mean, it's it's another one of those games where it was close, but I didn't have any big losses with things over the whole weekend, and all ones and twos, you know. So even then with defence, my things are doing quite well. Um, then we had Yogi, he lost 1-0 to a vampire team. Yeah, well, Yogi's shit, isn't he? I mean, it's terrible. I mean, he was, wasn't he meant to be like the UK's like number, number one, one NAF player for the yeah. year or something? Like that? Uh, useless. Shit. Passed it. Um, and then finally, the, the Dwarves, they won in a Dwarf off. So um, that must have been against a really, Tank Sheffield. really exciting, dynamic game. <sighs> Could you imagine the plays that were going on? <laughs> oh, block, both, both down. Oh, I've got block, you've got block. And I thought, oh, both down. Exciting! Oh, I'm rolling the armour. Oh, I'm not through the armour. <laughs> oh my god, I finally got through the armour. What's happened? Oh, it's, look, oh, it's, look, it's an eight. Look, Tom rolled more, more tens than his opponent. He got oh, three got casualties. Three casualties. Yeah. I'll take that back. That's, that's how we won. We rolled tens. <laughs> I mean, that's it. That's the key, isn't it? Anyway, so um, that was sadly another loss for the Dreamboats. And really, that, that then began our steady Slithering decline. down the table. But actually, I guess, I guess we kind of peaked in, in game three on the first day. 
So then we have the Behemoths again against the Bear Shaved Monkeys. Ah, yes, you played them after us, actually, so we can talk about them as well. Um, so, yeah, table one. So I'm still not on table one at this point. Who's Game on table five. one? Uh, Alex with, with his goblins. Fantastic. Smashing it A in the Stunty Cup. Very good goblin coach. Yeah, he was smashing it in the Stunty Cup at this point, um, which is really good. Uh, and he played Max Horseman with Orcs mm. and narrowly lost 1 0. So that's actually not bad at all. Very good. Um, he's, I was looking over his table, actually. He, he was sort of saying, you know, with goblins, either it all comes together or it doesn't, and it just didn't, the things didn't quite go. I played uh, a chap called Dom Lee with Skaven on table two, which was an interesting, interesting Skaven build. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be mean to him in case he listens in, but uh, I, just, I just didn't really get it. He had a lot of line rats uh, and only three gutter runners. And like a full roster, so he had like full roster. I think he had four rerolls as well, or something. So also sixteen players. I think so. It was, like, it was fourteen plus. It was like a lot of a lot of line rats. Seems then, a bit unnecessary. Well, yeah, and then instead of giving skills to the gutter runners, which I probably would have done, he sort of just blocks up his line rats. Mm. So I mean, I'm assuming he was trying to mitigate, you know, not rolling both downs and he wanted to a lot of blocking them. But I would just, I'd just give the skills to the gutter runners because they're the stars, aren't they? Um, but anyway, um, I managed to win that three 0 and he did. Uh, he also had atrocious luck actually during the whole game. There were a lot of he did a lot of plays where he'd run his two-headed gutter runner through, he'd dodge through fine, pick up the ball on a two-plus, get it, maybe using the re-roll, GFI, yeah. GFI, on the last one that full over every single time, which was which was a little bit down. <laughs> I also killed his team. He got five casualties and loads of KOs. So that was good. It's good for Excellent. me. Uh, and then George somehow playing on table three at this point, having won a game. Uh, played vampires and lost 1-0 oh close very close and Ollie now down on the bottom table lost 2-0 to goblins oh my goodness done to you off at the end absolutely so uh, now we're on to that round so we lost yeah we lost again so game 5 and then we get more skills again this is the last injection of skills exactly so the DBL dreamboats now played the bear shade monkeys the same team Um, so on the top table uh, orc Max Horseman, same chap, stayed up top, but then he promptly lost to Tom and his dwarves. I think at this stage, every one of our players, except maybe Yogi, is, is featured on our top table, and everybody's had every single role, okay. except me. And I think I get round, I get P four in the last game. Well, Yogi shit, isn't he? Yeah. Mm, terrible, overrated player. <laughs> so the dwarves won two 0 which was great. Uh, Rory beat Vampires two one. Sounds tight to the victory. next bit of me, but yeah, good. Halflings managed a 1-1 draw against Goblins. Oh, that must be fun. Now, this was a ridiculous game. <laughs> yeah. It was just... Both of us kind of lost lost our senses a bit and just started playing like real stunty coaches. Excellent And news. doing complete nonsense. So playing like Alex. Playing like Alex. Yeah. And, and just people... <laughs> As were it just, should be done. It, I won 7-1 on casualties. Wow. That's seven casualties I caused. And I guess trees against can Goblins. Yeah, can do it. It's quite good, but I think the first four turns all resulted, all came from um, ones and ones kind of uh, turnovers. So it was like the AG4 goblin failing a dodge of one and a one. It was my treeman like three dicing somebody and then like all blocks and skulls and whatever else. Or mm, it was really weird luck. Yeah, it was not great things, but um, it was a mad, mad game. And he was went up one nil at half time, turning me over. I then turned him over at the start of the second half and ran in a turn six touchdown or a turn seven or a turn seven touchdown. Ooh. Um, meaning then he'd have a chance to throw teammate touchdown me. Um, I then managed to roll a blitz 
<laughs> yeah. And managed to kick the ball to the perfect location for where I could get flings down there, ran a fling to put a tackle zone on the ball, marked all the other goblins that were close by, then threw another fling to get down there, and he promptly scattered into my other fling that was waiting and killed them both. Oh, great. So that I couldn't score. <laughs> <laughs> So exactly the thing you wanted to happen happened. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I, I drew one one, and then Yogi finally put on the afterburners and beat Skaven three nil. Exactly the same result as you. Goodness me. Um, so then game five for the Behemoths against the local, the, the local, the local Yobs. The local Yobs. Yeah, they were Yorkshire lads. Um, and, and who was on the? Uh, who was in P one? Who was on top table for some? Finally. I reached table one uh, against all the odds against the other stunty team. The other oh, stunty It must teams. have been so difficult. They get out of the way, goblins and flings <laughs> and ogres. It's clawing my way to the top with my tier one film. You went, you sub, you went too deep with the submarine, didn't you? I did. I went very, very deep. Too deep. Oh, lo- long been a complaint that people have with you, Tom. That I go too deep. Mm. Mm, stay down there. Um, right, so the local yobs were local Yorkshire lads. Uh, and they said it was their first ever event. Oh, um, fantastic. A few of them, they've just started playing in the last year. So you, so you cool. promptly spanked them, didn't you? Yeah, I think so. Get down. <laughs> um, my guy was actually a really good player. He had um, Pro Elves, the Onions, called Bert Blah Blah Blah. So maybe he usually plays Bert. I don't know. Or maybe his name's Bert. I can't remember. Uh, but he uh, he played really well. He had, God, Eldril Sidewinder is a fucking arsehole, isn't he? Pardon my French. He is. He is a twat. He is a twat. Especially when you don't fail a single hip <laughs> He's not a very happen. popular player, you know, no. in, in his personal life. I think he's had been involved with a lot of scandals. I think so. I think so. I mean, yeah. I mean, there was the whole with thing Bertha with Big Fist. I hear it's true, and the whole thing with the Elfheim Eagles cheerleading squad. Mm. I mean, less said about that, the better. But I mean, really picking it out of his teeth for weeks. But he's still more popular with Team Wales and James. True. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Eldril. I mean, and that's that was the tale of the first half. Like I, I was driving. I don't remember. I think I was driving, and um, he just every single time it was like hypno, remove the one guy, move in, surround the ball, and I had to try and get away. Hypno, and and his hypno just kept working. It was awful for the first half, but um, right at the beginning of the second, or maybe right at the end of the first, I KO'd him, and he didn't come back. So Elder was out for basically oh, all the second half. Oh, and that's half. a big loss for the yeah. onions then. And then at that point, they just couldn't couldn't break into the cage, and I started removing elves, and I, I only got three casualties. It says there, but I smashed loads in the KO box by Excellent. the end. He only had like three L's left. So, so like I said, he played really well, just ran out of L's at the end, and um, I managed to win. So then in P2, uh, Alex with his goblins, who were they playing? Beat Nurgle's Rotters, second brekkie. <laughs> I imagine Very they good. had a few breakfasts. 1-2-0. Then the Halflings. George still on table three at this point. Uh, beat Orcs. No, he lost. Oh, sorry. Lost Orcs. Um, that would have been surprising, actually, wouldn't it? <laughs> and then Ollie drew with humans. Okay, that was a 1-1. One, one. Yeah, so overall in the round, we must have... 1-2. One, one. Yeah, yeah, lost one drew one. Yes, we won. Now, finally, final matches of the day, round six. Yep. So we were playing a team from uh, from Germany and from Austria. Oh, lovely. They were called the Munich Grumblers. Nice lovely chaps. And one of their guys there, um, which was uh, Torjub. Torjurub? Torjurub, yeah. He's the organiser for the World Cup. Is he? Yeah, it's a big job. So I had a good chat with him afterwards. Did you talk to him about our hilarious email trains? Or your Indeed. That? Apparently we weren't the only ones that did that. They just did comedy. Like, we'll all just sign up separately and leave so it to you. So he was like, it was you! <laughs> I was like, yes! We are the morons that all emailed you individually on New Year's Eve saying, 
we want to sign up and here's our list of eight friends. <laughs> Put us in a team, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so um, we were playing against the Munich Rumblers, or Rumblers with a BB in the middle, so double B-E-L-E-R-S. Uh, the dwarves are now in top spot. They could be rum BBLers. Yeah, the rum BBLers. Mm-hmm. It's just possible. Uh, possible. Dwarves, they lost 1-0 to Necro. Yep. Um, high Elves lost 2-0 to Chaos. It was a bad round for, for us in this yeah. one. I think, I think it was generally not a great weekend for Rory in total with his High Elves. A lot, no. of, a lot of bad results there. Almost but. as bad as Yogi. Mm. Although Yogi did win this. He won that one, yeah. So he came good in the end. He got a 2-0 a, a over over corn um and i played vampires now this was a really it's a disappointing one to lose was it? and i lost one nil was it in the first half i managed to reduce the vampires to uh, one vampire wilhelm cheney and a couple of thralls. Mm, that's not a lot of not a lot of uh, players and my team was entirely fine right and i just could not get the ball carrier down or catch him, or pin him, or anything at all. And he mm-hmm. managed to run in, turn eight touchdowns. So I was absolutely gutted to go in down at halftime. Uh, he didn't get that many players <laughs> back in the second half, and I still went about my business taking some out. Good. Um, but then once again, I just I just couldn't get the ball over the line. I think, no, is that right? No, we were nil-nil at halftime. Nil-nil uh, at halftime, and I got sacked maybe like two squares away from the end zone by lots and lots of running players. Mm-hmm. And we had we had a blizzard on that game as well, so go for it's were only uh, on a three so up. You couldn't do that with your sure feet. Sprinters were a bit. Well, I could. They worked, but then he he just never <coughs> failed. He didn't fail many, if any. Blood lost the whole game. Mm-hmm. Didn't fail many, if any. Dodges. It was just his dice roll all came off from them. He played really well, even with players down, and he showed how versatile vampires can be and played very disappointing. played to his strengths. And then yeah, in the second half, I just couldn't, I couldn't manage to do it. And once again, I had an, op- an opportunity to equalise with a throw teammate's touchdown. Mm-hmm. Killed himself. So thanks for the sympathy, Tom. Oh. Sounds almost genuine <laughs> as well. Well, it just sounds so disappointing. It's like watching James play Blood Bowl. Oh. Or maybe yeah. James have sex. That must be even worse. God. Anyway, sorry, Carol. That's, <laughs> that's quite a picture I painted there. <laughs> Um, and the casualties in that one, only 2-1 casualties actually to him, would you believe oh, it? Because right. almost everything I did was a knockout. Okay. Um, and then the final one here, and then we'll conclude our must-be-now-quite-mammoth. It's actually not that long. No, no, it's actually no? not long. No, we okay. come out to like 45 minutes, okay. which is about what we usually do. Oh, fantastic. And now you wasted more time by doing that. Yeah, maybe we can... Maybe we should have a little break before we do the last one. <laughs> no. uh, so, so, game yeah, six. You... We, are, we played the Retro Mongers in a Pop World universe. Now, that requires some deconstruction. It does. What does that mean? I have no idea. What's a Retro Monger? Hmm. I mean, a fishmonger is someone who sells fish. You think they sell retro? Yeah, maybe they work in that one of those little Carnaby or Soho based retro shops, you know? Can you not have retro pop, though? Or is Pop World a thing? Well, presumably, Pop World is is, is the, the club. The club is that famous. So they are they are oh. purveyors of retro goods in a club which contains a revolving dance floor. Interesting. Anyway, so and they were the Bilbao chaps. They were the Bilbao chaps. The Bilbao chaps are brilliant. They were really good fun. I really enjoyed playing them. So um, you presumably were still in P one. Who are you playing? El Nota, El which Nota. I assume it means something in Spanish. Mm. I don't know what but it must mean something what, cool. what, what race did he have? He had the, as we've now discovered, completely underpowered Dark Elves. Mm. <laughs> um, 
and uh, I ended up losing 2-1. It was it was a really good game, actually. He played really well. I thought I had him in the first half. I did the whole sort of pin him back in his half, removing players, but then he managed to get down the sideline, and, mm. and you know, he gets that stage where Chels get to, where they've got themselves cornered down in your end zone, and they're just stalling, and I just couldn't quite get there. But then I actually I managed to force him to score in turn six, and then uh, nearly pulled off a touchdown to come back, but didn't quite. Um, and then in the second half, I had this aforementioned Dolphar long stride two plus. I mean, in the second half, we both, if he's listened to this, we basically both had equally horrendous luck. <laughs> it was quite funny. <laughs> he had a like sort of one reroll, one dodge, which meant that I could then get in. Mm. And then I had a just needed to pick pick the ball up with long stride and didn't, which meant he could get the ball back and ended up scoring. And there was there was lots of hilariously bad luck came back. But okay. even then, right at the end. I had an opportunity where he thought he'd left me out of scoring range. Yeah. But he'd left one player where I had a frenzy dude, so I could push him and push one of my players to within range. Oh, and wonderful. I failed the GFI at the end. Oh, no. <laughs> I would have equalised for TT. And it was the last roll, and his face was like, ah! So in a way, that would have been justice, but it was such a good game that, you know, I just really enjoyed yeah. playing. I'd love to go and play in his event, mm. for sure. Um, and then we had Alex Drew with uh, Pro Elves, which is good. That sounded like a great game, actually. A lot of fun noises coming from that. And that's 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. The Lord Destruction. Exactly. And then... Uh, who? Oh, Ollie drew nil-nil with humans. That that's, sounds... that's the first uh, double donut I think we've seen betwe- between either your team or my team over the whole weekend. Oh, you could be right, you know. But he did have 4-4 four, four on casualties, so it sounds like a good game nonetheless. Yeah, you don't, you don't see many shutouts, do you? Or, no. like, both ways in Blood Bowl generally. No, it's true. Usually somebody scores. Mm. Usually. Uh, and then the undead smash the halflings, 7-2 on casualties oh. and 2-0. So that's um, pretty much just the trees left wandering around at the end, isn't it? Yeah, so we, I'm just looking at that. So we ended up losing that. No, if I draw, even if I draw, we would have lost. Yeah, I was just checking. Because you've got two, two losses, two draws. Yeah, so even if I draw, we would have lost. But yeah, great, great round, great event. Thoroughly enjoyed it. What about you, Phil? Oh, brilliant. I can't wait to go next year. Um, whether or not I take flings next year is another matter. But uh, we'll see. Okay. But a few more tournaments to go before then. There are. There are. Like I said, I think, yeah, for me, there were two down points. One was the food. The other one, I would say, if they're listening, for some reason, someone hadn't measured the tables, the very bottom tables. So most of the rows were, all had really good space between them. Mm. It was fine. And then there were just three rows down on the bottom bit where they were just too close together. You couldn't get down. And, and there was space to move them up. They just hadn't. So Fantastic. A little bit frustrating. Right, I've got two more things on my schedule that we can quickly rattle through before we round out this end. Shall we take or a should we, should quick we like break? A quick break. And then we'll come back to them. Indeed, let's do it. Okay. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Talk Nuffle podcast. I'm joined by the two commissioners this time. Welcome, Tom. Hello, hello. Welcome, James. Welcome. Um, to me, thank you. Sorry, <laughs> welcome, myself. welcome to yourself. Whatever the appropriate response to that is. Um, Already we- taking liberties. <laughs> yeah. Well, interestingly, James, you'll listen to the first part of this podcast and you'll find that we actually badmouth you a lot. Uh, I see. Yeah. So uh, it's good that you haven't had a chance to listen to that yet so you can't even defend yourself at all. I mean it's pretty much like every other episode you've done right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so we're going to talk a bit in a minute about the Cuckleberry final which is what we're here yes, in. We Where are we? The Loading Bar? We're Loading Bar Shepherd's Bush. Shepherd's Bush. I forget what it's called. Scenario yeah. Server. 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 Scenario Server. Okay. Which is a really cool venue actually. I'm looking around now. It's quite um, 
It's quite a nice ambiance for gaming, isn't it? Yes, nice and airy compared to some of the other loading bars. It looks like another podcast has just finished their filming as well, just um, in front of us. And they probably a much have better podcast, <laughs> <laughs> much more high tech kit and equipment and all that. Um, right. So before we talk about the cookery, though, I thought maybe um, we chat about the UKTC because uh, Phil and I ran through that in the preceding part of this episode. So James, how did you find it? As an event as a whole, thoroughly enjoyed myself. Yeah, it was by far the biggest event I've ever been to. And the only team event I've been to, actually. So, uh, yeah, it was amazing. Really good atmosphere. Didn't really have any, you know, bad opponents um, all day. Everybody was really nice. Uh, had a great time, yeah. Did you get absolutely smashed on the Friday, like everyone else? I think you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you win or lose any fights with steps? I don't think I had any fights with inanimate objects, but I did have a bit of a tussle with a revolving dance floor. Ah, okay. And win, loss, draw? Uh, both down? Both down, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Tom? How did you find the event as a whole? Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah, yeah, good fun. Uh, was it your first York? First UKTC? First UKTC, first big, really big tournament. You know, the biggest one I've been to before now was probably Pearly Kings. And oh, yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, really good. So uh, I got a 50-50 result in the end, so three wins, three losses. Oh, nice. What, so what team did you take? Dwarfs. Dwarfs. Gamey Dwarfs. Gamey, gamey. Clearly weren't that gamey, actually. And you were in the same team as Phil, Dreamboats. I was in the Dreamboats, which was supposed to be the, uh, the creme de la creme of DBL. It didn't work out that way, really. It, it really wasn't. Really. We finished mid-table. We were discussing this earlier. I mean, Yogi was largely shit, wasn't it? That was one of the problems. Yeah, yeah, he was. great. No, he had some... No, he didn't even have tough opponents. He was down on table three or four for yeah. most of the games. We were talking about it. it was it Phil played more games higher up than Yogi did. Yes. I think everybody hit table one, including Phil with half games, apart <laughs> Interesting. from Yogi. Which is, uh, I was there twice, which I'm happy with. Yeah, so, so in summary, some of your best players had mares, and you had a halfling player. So Exactly, yeah. So we that. were hamstrung, really. I, I was held back by my team, really. Uh, <laughs> It was all a fix. <laughs> uh, what about um, we, so we've heard a bit about the Dreamboats? What about the Legends, James? How do they do over the event? Well, you guys played right at the beginning, didn't you? The first round. Yes, we played the Dreamboats. Yes, and, and it was a draw, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it was a draw. Um, I played Yogi in the first game, and uh, we drew actually. You couldn't even beat Yogi. Couldn't even beat Yogi. Yeah, <laughs> I was by that point. That was post uh, revolving dance floor night out, so I was uh, very shaky at that point. So I, I barely, for barely remember pl uh, playing that game. I believe you, you were shouting for a beer, much like a, a Norse god. At some point. <laughs> Where's my beer? Well, surely not on the Saturday morning. On the Saturday morning. On the Saturday yeah. morning, really? Because the bar I was, was still I, think, I, I was like shaking and stuff. I needed like settling down. I think a little bit. I've got some good news for you, James. At the Super Bowl, the bar opens at eight thirty in the morning. Oh, Lovely stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so you could be drunk all day long. <laughs> Thanks for enabling me. <laughs> That's all right. Um, so what we can say? Yeah. Our so team. your team overall. Yeah, the DBL Legends. So they actually uh, placed the highest of all the DBL teams. Oh, so congratulations. we. Thank you. Thank you. We placed twenty uh, fifth out of the sixty teams. That's not bad at all, actually. Pretty decent, Especially yeah. considering they had you. I mean, that's I mean I, I'm the dead weight in the team, obviously, and uh, they did well just in spite of me, really, yeah. Any highlights, lowlights, in terms of the, the opponents you played in the games? They they were all good, as I said, but uh, the guys from Bilbao... Were, oh, we played them as well. Yeah, yeah awesome. so much fun. Yeah, yeah. They were just... You know, uh, it was the last game of the day when we were all a bit fatigued and you just wanted a, not an easy yeah. game, but not a game that was like hard going. Stressful. Exactly, yeah. And they delivered because they were just, you know, singing and joking all the time. So I played El Nota, who's the Dark Elf guy. Uh, I played um, Miguel, who is, uh, was playing Underworlds. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm good. It was my only loss of the day. And it was a bit of a heartbreaker due to quad scores at a key moment. Blaming the dice. We well, 
Yes. <laughs> what else can I blame? Um, but yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna find out the details actually about Bilbao and talk. We'll certainly talk about it on the podcast. And yeah. Phil and I are. Well, I'm not 100 percent sure. I'd like to go. It's just Next such year, expensive. maybe. That's the thing because the World Cup and stuff. It's such an expensive year. I would like to go. I mean, hilariously. World Cup's big. Yeah. Well, hilariously, Spain. It would actually probably be a really cheap weekend. Like <laughs> the flights would probably be 50 quid. Yeah, they're not bad. Cheap accommodation, like it actually might. So well, well, I'll, I'll do this one, but um, I would like yeah. to go. Right. So uh, yeah, was that it? Was that your favourite opponents? Do you think any other highlights opponents-wise? Definitely. Our, um, that was our favourite game. I think as a team. Um, well, if you personally, I'd love to hear about some horrible heartbreaks for you. No, that was it. I, I did all right apart from that. I, I finished up on three, two, one as my record. So I beat some quite good players, I think. Um, so, yeah. What about you, Tom? Yeah, I had some really good opponents. The uh, pick of the bunch were Hebel, HEBBL, uh, what they're Essex based league. And uh, yeah, they do a rival good. podcast. I've heard they've got a podcast, which is, yeah. which a is lot probably bigger, much slicker and better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't call us call us rivals. Really. Has has a following in Bulgaria of all places. They were telling me. So, Interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, they they were really nice guys. Uh, good bunch. We played them day one. Uh, then day two had a great uh, opponent from Scotland uh, with Orcs. Uh, brilliant game. So the final game was against the Munich lads. So oh, the Munich yeah, the Germans. Yeah, because yeah. Phil was saying he played the guy who was running the World Cup. Yes, that and was a, them. And apologised because we were the idiots who all signed up individually. <laughs> and then said, can you guys just put us in a team? <laughs> the guy came back and said, just register as a team. It saves you money. <laughs> we're like, ah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, great. So very organised and efficient, obviously. Yeah. Which <laughs> is how they, they beat us as well. So, uh, no, they're a really good bunch. Uh, free with their dice, which we always like. So that's that's awesome. But we did come up against uh, Team Wales as oh, yeah. well. Ah. Um, Phil said he played Andy Davo hilariously on table one. They <laughs> handed us our bottoms. Uh, yeah, it's they are good. Who did you play? Uh, I played the eventual, eventual winner, I think. That's Andy Davo. No, Andy Davo played us. Oh, okay. No, I played Necro. Yeah, he plays Necro. He won. No, he's maybe undead team. You must have played someone else in Team Wales, yeah. Hawker yeah, no, was the Wood Elves. No, it was undead. I, I remember sure, played yeah. him once before. But I mean, if it we were more organised. By about turn two, I'd just given up. Uh, I was a bit uh, <laughs> I'd just given up and I was just hitting stuff not very well. How do you find the dwarves overall? I enjoy the dwarves. They're my yeah. tournament team. Nobody else does, though. Yeah, right? I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we did. That's the I feed on your tears. <laughs> we did talk earlier about the fact that you played that you had a dwarf off in one game, and Phil and, oh, I, Phil and I were joking about the excitement. And I said, "Oh, we both rolled block. Oh, we both got block. Oh, I've got armor nine, so I'm okay too. This is really fun." That was against the Granite City guys from I assume Aberdeen. Yeah, and uh, yeah, good bunch of guys. Um, and we saw you got three casualties, so we assume you rolled three tens and won the game. Exactly. Yeah, and that was it. That, that's what it came down to. One turn, I got a couple of casualties, and it was game. <laughs> as is dwarves. But, uh, no, I mean, uh, I came runner up to you in a, in a tournament earlier. You did, yeah. Uh, I did beat you. Uh, I came fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, James. Go away. <laughs> no, no, dwarves are my second favourite team after Okay, that's good. Right, um, so anything else you could see here? I think we can probably move on. Uh, We're going again next year. We are going again next year. Three teams have signed up already. That looks a lot. What? Yeah, literally, what? straight away. Straight, the, well, the rules packed out. Cool. Well, easy. I, I don't know, the new rules pack looks a bit well. I don't yeah, know. it's going to be an adjustment it. anyway. Like no much. stacking. So some I like them, a single stack, I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Plus yeah, some no, of the teams fun. seem very like chaos down in tier 6. Was it? Yeah, was I've, I've, I haven't had a chance to dissect it at all. I mean, Brett's moving down was great because they just. I found that Brett's just didn't compete game 1 because they didn't have enough skills. As soon as we got mm. to game, you know, the second round, yeah, yeah. we had enough skills. And I think they should have been tier 2. 
fine. So there are a few. Necro damage Yeah. Tier four with onions and high elves. Yeah. And Brett's. And Brett's. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem with it. It seems slightly the pack is a bit hypocritical because it's kind of. I would have thought Necros would be down there because they don't have a lot of starting skills, for example. They're bad to start. As soon as but they then, get a few skills, then, then they humans suddenly... are there as well. So, yeah, yeah. so humans, some oh, people yeah. always say humans should be higher because humans have a lot of starting skills. So it's kind of, yes. you know, there's different paths approached in different ways. But, yes. Yeah. But yeah, we will definitely be going next year, I think. And sure. I, we're aiming for five teams? Five, five teams. teams. <laughs> Four teams. Maybe streamline them a bit so That's that we have all stunty players, all <laughs> top flight players. Yes. Right, guys, shall we move on to what we're here for tonight? The Buckleberry final. Oh, yes. So Phil sort of ran through it badly earlier. James, do you want to explain to people what the Buckleberry is? Why we have it? You know, because the DBL is quite a unique yes. league in, in that way. So it's the first year we've done it because we sort of expanded uh, our player base in the, uh, to this season uh, to 50 players. So we wanted everybody to have a, a bit of a chance of playing uh, a knockout format. Um, yeah. So basically, when we finish our group stages, the top 32 enter a knockout format the oh, DBL uh, the, the DBL yes the Dragon Ball and uh, everybody else enters the Cuckleberry uh, and then they play for their own trophy which is very fetching it's shaped, very cool. shaped like a, uh, a well the smiley turd face yeah man. an enormous shit yeah cool. turd, turd emoji <laughs> <laughs> which is actually an ice cream I found out quite recently and it that's chocolate ice cream yeah it's shook, it's shook me to, the, to my core it's clearly a poo but it's great isn't it because we were discussing this so the ECBBL is about to kick off their new season now and they're all discussing in the chat because we've got a few DBLers coming across it's great that the, the two leagues are integrated I think it can only be good moving forward for London Blood Bowl but they're mm. talking about the fact that in their league they do always have a drop off where people as soon as they're out of the running for uh, the knockouts yes. kind of, some of them only finish their games just go well if my game's not essential there was a guy this year who only played 7 out of his 10 games because he was oh, wow. last point. oh really yeah. and they're trying to tackle that they want people to be engaged until the end Yes. and the great thing about the DBL is, is that you are because you're still going to develop your team for the Cuckleberry even yeah. if you're not DBL yeah, absolutely. A secondary, not to, you know, uh, separate but equal. Uh, but well, I'm sure the two, to the, uh, the two guys, DBL, I'm sure the two guys playing tonight will be gunning to win it just as absolutely. much as the, as the final. So just, who, just out of interest, Tom, what was your experience of the Cuckleberry? It was wonderful. It lasted all of uh, one game, and then I got knocked straight out. <laughs> yeah. So I've gone from semi-finalist in the DVL last year, uh, uh, hero Kemri going through, and now um, I lost to the Dwarves quite convincingly. Uh, yeah, it's not been a good season for my high elves. So, yeah, Tom's Tom's an excellent player, but he's had a, an absolute shitter this certain, season. He's certainly yeah. better than you, James. I'll, I'll disagree with that first. <laughs> Arguably, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Elves, anyway. elves aren't my team, as I say. Dwarves and ogres, they're my spirit animals. <laughs> anyway, so talking yes. of the two finals, who, who's in the final? So, we've got um, we've got the Norse, so the Frisking Fury. Who's, who's coaching that? Stevie G. Stevie G. Yeah, Great. Stephen Gerrard. No, Stevie G. <laughs> Uh, I do want to run through the team very quickly. Yes, definitely. So, a uh, bit of an odd one, actually. So, there's no Berserkers. Okay. We've got a Yeti. Um, Yeti's quite good, isn't he? Block Mighty Blow Yeti. That is a powerful Yeti. Is that all he's got? Just Block Mighty Blow. Uh, just block mighty yeah, blow he's got four yeah. anyway, hasn't he? So, he's going to be... If he, if he doesn't roll lots of ones, so cool, he's going to be killing shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's half decent. Pretty good. His, uh, <laughs> his star player seems to be the Ophrenar. Uh, that's got the most SPP, so that is a block dodge. Blodging off. Blodging off. So he's got a double Very map. nice. Not bad. And uh, then another block off. Yep. 
Um, plenty of linos, not very, not very many skills in those. So a decent runner? He does have an AG4 catcher. Oh, yes. Yes, yes catcher and runner are oh, the same thing on me. An AG, so an AG4 blodge, so he could be the guy who runs So that's basically board, a, so. a bit of an Alfie. Elf. Yeah. He's got a short hands throw as well, but uh, 1400 TV. So okay, Which is low, the, It is the lower of the two TVs. Well, he's suffered some deaths, I think. So uh, there's a berserker died last game, for example. I see. I believe he's 190k below our other team. That is indeed correct. Has there been any rumours about what he may be inducing? Vicious uh, yeah, or I, otherwise? I, uh, this is going to go out after... Uh, well yeah, out. yeah, yeah. So I think uh, Helmet Wolf was certainly discussed. Okay. Um, maybe an extra re-roll. A uh, mixture, mixture of maybe a, a dirty play card and that sort of thing you know the, the small so, not swift twins levels of, of no. batshit craziness okay. no. he's got three re-rolls already it's not really necessary but no, I mean, if, he could fit, if he could fit a helmet and a bribe that'd be good bribe would be good yeah. especially with helmet yes yeah. well let's look at um, he's got a, a 100k TV a 100k treasury as well so. oh so he's got that cash to spend yeah. Yeah. rumour has it he's not putting any of that in but we won't go into that yeah. okay so uh, there's some dramas. Does that mean if he puts it in, does his opponent get? Let's not go into oh. it. There's, there's, there was a slight confusion <laughs> about how inducements work, and, and let's not talk any more about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> who's he playing? Veil. Uh, he's playing <laughs> the orcs. Uh, Martin H is Orkington Greenskins. And we were talking. Apparently, he's got some horrible player with all of the SPP. Oh yeah, Ork and Jerry, who is a star blitzer with no less than 53 SPP. <laughs> That's like teams worth. That is yeah. ridiculous. He's got almost as much as the Norse combined. So he is a frenzy, strength five, juggernaut blitzer. Crazy, good. isn't it? It's, it's actually yeah. really good, but oh yeah, it's weird. You would never see that sort of thing usually, and it's it's strange because I've seen that. I've seen like Martin at the end of each of his games where he's leveled up, and like he's been saying, oh, what should I take? What should I take? And then we sort of give him the sensible options. <laughs> and then we do we say something like... And you have jokes. You could go frenzy, I guess. But, and then he's like, yes, I'll take that. <laughs> so frenzy. why Juggernaut, though? For stand, the only thing it's going to do for stand for. Is that why? Because he's got block. Um, I mean, negate, well, and, negate, and negate if wrestle. Get, if you get a both double both down, then you can still push. Yeah, yeah. Push yeah. Off the and if, if, you, if they've yeah, got okay. wrestle, you, you, have, you can negate... So that. he's there to serve people. It's what, one in 36 chance of not surfing someone. Yeah, so his it's not does useless. he do a lot of surfing? Uh, I haven't watched one of his games. No, no, no I haven't, I haven't but, seen um, him do much I'm surfing. I'm thinking that he would. I mean, he should. He should. He should, he should because, be doing that. I mean, the chances are with that high strength, you're not going to get pushed off that easily if, as long as you protect him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. his next skill would be stand firm for me. Mm. No, his next skill would be, I don't know, uh, something crazy. Leap! <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, catch. there were a number of options that you may have chosen above things like Juggernaut and even Frenzy, you know, like Mighty Blow, for example. Nerves of Steel. Nerves of Steel. Even Guard, <laughs> just for the sake of having a Guard, Strength 5 block piece. Yeah. Fend. Well, Frenzy was, I think, his first <laughs> choice as well. He had a. He's brave, and, and then actually. Two strength and then two Strength Fives. <laughs> Madness. Crazy. Looking so, what's the rest, the rest of his team? Other than that one player. Oh, it's all boring. No, it's uh, a boring troll. A uh, couple of Gobbos, one with Jump Up. Oh, nice. Um, That's a weird well. skill for a Goblin's Habit. Is it Or is it? Or is it? No, actually, it's kind of. Because if you throw him and he falls you over, you can use jump. Okay, yeah. still. Yeah. But you're assuming he'll survive mm. <laughs> when he falls over. That's true. He's, uh, although I will say his Blackhawks have not leveled up as much as he would like. So he's got yeah. one block, one guard, and that's it. Oh, really? That can be a liability on an orc team. Yeah. Speaking as a, as a, the DBL's most successful orc coach, um, yeah, Who's that? You, obviously it's me. <laughs> um, 
your Blackhawks not being leveled up is a bit of a, a bit of a liability because they will be rolling one and nines uh, all day all long. Well, and against the, uh, the Norse as well. Yeah, especially. Yeah. And then what unskilled line is it blitzes got anything? Yeah. He's got a couple of tackle blitzes which could uh, come in handy because there's a bit of a yeah, there's yeah. a dodge. That's true. So uh, they seem quite evenly matched then to me. I'd like say I, so, yeah. If, if... I uh, think that Yeti, Yeti could kill his whole team. I was going to say, if the Yeti can remove Orc and Jerry, the Star Blitzer... That's, uh, it. that's if it. If the Yeti performs, it's, it's serious trouble for the Orcs. Mm. One would hope that he's going to shield Orc and Jerry from the Yeti, but... Well, we can, we can uh, coach as much as we want now. It's going out after, so... Uh, it's true. But yeah, I, I predict an Orc win. Mainly because of the coach, he's got a bit more experience. Okay. He has got more. He's played in every single DBL. So that's four, I think, four or three years. It might be even before. Yeah. Um, and he's always played orcs, so he knows what he's doing with orcs a little bit. Ish. <laughs> so, Ish. what about you, James? Who are you going to back? It's going to have to be Martin. Yeah. DBL classic that he is. Orcs as well. Well, just because you've said that, I'm going to go for uh, the <laughs> the Norse. Of course. Of course. <laughs> and uh, do you want to wager? Should we put a wager on it? Do we? This is a team, this is a slippery slope. I think betting four, on uh, four pounds twenty. Four pounds twenty. It's a very specific amount. Um, is that, that, is like that a gin and tonic? Or <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Four pounds twenty. Shake. Yeah. Okay. They have shaken. We have shaken. Um, we should probably not. This is a very bad precedent to set. <laughs> what, we're endorsing gambling on uh, on the podcast. We're DBL yeah. commissioners. I, I don't endorse it. This is kind of like you know, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm special. Don't don't gamble, kids. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for coming on to talk about that. I'm hoping that we'll grab maybe one or both the finalists later on. Um, but if not, this may be the yeah. only uh, the only thing that we'll talk about on the Quick Break. But thanks, thanks for coming us. on, James. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Talk Nuffle podcast. We are here live at the Cuckleberry final, and I'm joined by the winner, Martin. Well, congratulations. Thank you very much. And I'm also joined by the Commissioner, Mark. The outgoing Commissioner. The outgoing Commissioner. Of course. Ex Commissioner now, after the last one was rolled. Exactly. I'm no longer the Commissioner. I'm free. Oh, so you're not now? From now you're not. Well, now I'm not a commissioner, so you can be as horrible as you want. Have you got a super secret meeting tomorrow where you're still a commissioner? You've got to hand over the dog, right? Nah, no. I'm just okay. turning up for fun. Okay. Turning Martin, up for fun. How does it feel to have won this really sexy trophy that we have in front of us? Yes. Yeah. It looks like an enormous golden turn. It's very pretty. It's the best trophy I've ever seen. Yeah? Hands down. Please, do you want it? So much so. Right, like, Appreciate it. I saw it today. I was like, yes, this will be mine. <laughs> it's worth noting as well, it's Martin's birthday today. Oh, yeah, it's one a hell of a win. I had to bring my luck to the uh, bubble. Right? One could say that Steve gave you the game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he was like, at the start, he was basically saying, if I beat you now, then that's going to be pretty bad. So, here's the game. So going into this game, did you feel confident? Did you feel like you were going to win? Apprehensive? What was your, what was your thoughts before the game? Slight, I mean, I, slightly apprehensive. I didn't really know Steve very well. So he's a really nice guy, by the way. He is a nice guy. Steve's oh, like top leg. If I'd known him beforehand, I would have been like, I don't care. You would have been. It would have been like, what happens here? 
And as soon as as soon as you have that first half, I was like, I really don't care what's going to happen after this. I really would like Steve to have won. Uh, so that's why some stupid, crazy and plays happen. That's why the Cup of Area is such a lovely event, isn't it? Well, everyone seems to want everyone else to win. Most, most people who are listening to this don't know what the Cup of Area is. Um, we, were, we have already got really discussed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went through the whole thing about the fact. The thing that makes the DBL so great is that we want to keep everyone invested till yeah. the very end, right? Yeah, exactly. So we, we went through that about how the Cup of Area is. A secondary event, not a secondary, another event. For those who have struggled in the league and kind of gives all the players who have struggled or they've had their teams die, teams that aren't just so good, all kind of come together and have some fun. Was it your idea, Mark, to bring them to Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, strokes of genius sometimes. It does work well because we're talking about that in the ECBBL at the moment. Keeping people invested to the very end. I think that having a secondary knockout event. Did you feel like that's yeah, so awesome? Like, um, See, so, um, played. I've done the DBL for three three years now, and it's always been great. Like getting into the like other years, it's always been always sort of pretty much going to the knockouts. But this year, so many players, it's not impressive, really. So everyone is, is that how it used to work? Pretty much everyone. So, in previous years, we had 34. So, when we had 34, we had to get around the 32. Okay. Um, we had like qualifier games. And then the year before that, it was 18. So, again, we had a qualifier game. But it was just a case of we, we, we don't fancy going to 64 this year to make it around the 64. So, we decided to kind of draw a line at 32. And then basically make an old competition. But then what we did what we did anticipate was that in doing that, the overall standings became really exciting. Because especially those people in 30th and 32nd who were looking around going, well who the fucking hell's playing next? <laughs> well who's gonna knock me down a place or two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people just dropped into the Cuttleberry on the last game through touchdown defeats and others didn't. And the East suffered from that. Like, that a big bunch of us dropped into the Cuttleberry because our divisions were so close. So me and Martin were in the same division. So we played each other twice. He beat me up with Jerry. Yeah. So you need to talk about Orc and Jerry. Yeah, he always guys. So Orc and Jerry, this monster blitzer. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know how it happened. I wasn't planning for it. <laughs> what do you mean? Some, 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 somehow, somehow, in my first game against uh, uh, Jerome. Um, I got beaten up badly. He had uh, Chaos Renegades. And somehow, I think Orkin Jerry made a pass or something, or he did something, got the MVP, got the level up, rolled double six. It's like, straight four. Yes, start. boy. Yes, boy. Step up. Throughout <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole group stage, straight four. I was like, yeah, this guy's the baller. He could have got killed multiple times. I didn't really treat him very nicely. You weren't like protecting him, no, chucking no. him straight into the game. He's got some stupid touchdowns, stupid tries. And then, like, I played Mark. Seconds. Yeah. And I think by this time, I was like, alright, we've got like a little serious play on my hands. Even though he got like already two levels up. I put him forward. No, sorry, he already got one level up. So I put him forward for MVP. You scored he two got, touchdowns in that game. He, he got another MVP. He got the Kaz. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the touchdowns was ridiculous. It was yeah. five up, four yeah. up, three up dodge, two go for it to score. 
Yeah. So he deserved the MVP. He deserved yeah. it. He deserved it. And then he's still somehow snuck the MVP. Yeah. Yeah. Leveled up. Leveled up again. Game two. Game two had frenzy and strength four. So you're a bit of a maverick when it comes to level ups, aren't you? Yeah, frenzy shouldn't really be your first choice. You're, you're that you're that guy in the north. We always go, someone gets a level up. And we go, what should we take? And we go, ah, oh, I'll take leap, I'll take juggernaut, I'll take something that you maybe shouldn't take. You can blame James for frenzy. And when they do yeah, that, James, James, James did it. Take frenzy, and he went yes. <laughs> well, so usually people take it to Jake, right? But uh, but Martin not so. Martin takes it to Mark. Well, no, it, it was it was it was a joke. And I really struggled with how to play him because I always played orcs, didn't know how to play with Frenzy, and I, I struggled to like work out what to do with him half the time. Um, but, but, in this, but actually, in this final, he came into play, didn't he? In the yeah. first half, you were every game surfing. He was surfing, uh, surfing all the North Lakers. Every game in the knockouts, Jezza, as we call him, has, has won the game. Every Pretty game. much, yeah. He got to sweat five in my first knockout game, which is amazing. And then, uh, second knockout game, he made a match-saving sack with like a dodge and shit. Um, so yeah, he's just he's, and then like you just give him the ball and like he's a strength five guy. He's got the ball and he's moving six, and you're like, what do I do with that fucker? And you're like, not, not much, mate. But this is the thing: if he gets the ball, you just can't, you can't get rid of him. You just can't stop him. He's so strong. Strength five. And then you got juggernaut before this game. La last game, last game, I went. Well, yeah, it's Cal Cooper. Um, I just gonna concentrate on Hawk and Jerry and make sure he gets leveled up. Because before that, it was French Empire with Frenzy. So, like, if someone had wrestled, he, he came across like Matt Skaven, and Matt had like two or three wrestles. Was, like, not new to, but I ran into wrestling and I was like, ah, shit, what juggernaut? Where can I get juggernaut? Well, I know this is going to hurt Tom a lot, but he's the first player to get to a final with four skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skill ups. Yeah, I just went, I, I just went, right, I need to get this guy, Jonah, and so he needed the MVP in the last game to skill up, but he's a greedy son of a bitch, and he got it again. <laughs> I was like, all right, fair enough. So Mark, you were watching that second half, and I was playing Shadespot, right, learning yes. this new game. So uh, can you talk us through how yeah. it went? It sounded pretty crazy, it sounded like a really good final. Well, the first half was a bit of a one-sided affair. Yeah, Steve, I think. Had some bad luck. Steve has some very bad luck. <laughs> I feel really bad, like bad for Steve right we're now. We're looking over him right now, it's, and he's, he's looking sad. He's us. The first half was a bit of a one-sided affair. The Orcs just did what they do. They got the ball and walked up the pitch. I think it was five against eleven, no five against ten, maybe. Yeah, yeah he got knocked out foul. It was pretty brutal. Um, the second half was a bit more interesting. So uh, it was eleven versus eleven. Helmet Wolf didn't have to come on. He was an inducement. So he came on in the second half. Yeah. Um, did his stuff. Didn't, just, didn't do anything. Didn't did nothing. No. But what was interesting? The ball went off for a touch back. But Steve had set up bold. Steve had set up for a quick touchdown. He'd set up ball on the left side, got the touch back, straight onto the runner who was yeah, uh, 84, seven, I think they seven, eight, but he was 84, straight onto his head, and then effectively just ran it down, 
scored turn two. And you think, okay, it's 1 1, but it's advantage Greenskins now, right? Seven turns to try and find their way up the pitch, but Martin goes, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Martin decides, I'm gonna oh, go for the score. what I'm going to do, I'm going to try and throw the goblin. <laughs> Straight away. Ball lands sort of in the middle of the pitch behind the line of scrimmage. She runs up, grabs the ball, gives it to the goblin. Everything succeeds bar the landing. Completely fumbles it, splats his head down to the ground. Then you're thinking, well, this is now open. Anybody can win this game. Could be a draw, 1 1, go to extra time. Um, Martin started to get the punching game going. Yep. And started to get the advantage. Um, Orc and Jerry getting in those hits. Orc and Jerry got in the mix. He, he, he's a big distraction piece as well. Like, yeah. What, what helps is that in the first. It really helps out at the end. Like, it probably pushed him too far up and like exposed him. But like, you, you stick him somewhere and it's only like three players around him. And there's three players not around anywhere else. Well, yeah, well, you need players to get them down. You need to have their people That's next strength, to get Strength down. 5 mobile yeah, player yeah, exactly. breaks, breaks the game. Uh, <laughs> super Troll. <laughs> super Troll. Yeah, so he just, so, just, just, so just distracts people. So Steve basically retrieved the ball, kind of brought a cage back. And there was a turnover in here somewhere that I can't remember. I think it was the Yeti. Something happened. It basically meant that um, the Yeti didn't get up or he fell over and it was a double skull somewhere. I think it was a double skull. A few double skulls. Yeah, there was like, a lot in the past. Lots of more double skulls. I think the Yeti got a double skull. And a quad skull. Yeah, we're we'll getting to that one. But there was a double skull to hit the ball so we could move the cage. Yeti does double skull straight off the bat, off the floor, I think it was blitzing. Which meant that Bulk Jerry could get in and blitz the ball carrier. Pushed him around, I think he re-rolled the last one to get down. Yes. Ball went loose, and then it was just one of those where Snoke could get the ball. Eventually, a blitz got it, and the York's in the cage. Uh, no, 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 you're missing the whole interception. <laughs> interception? How could you miss that coming That's a big interception. So how did that happen? Steve went to yeah. the ball back. The ball, the ball got sacked down, but apologies. The, the blitz then got, well, they got, it got to it. He had one option, get it to the catcher who was sort of tied up, only by one guy. Um, but Martin, straight, rolled a six. Easy. Not Easy with Jerry, uh, one of the other blitzers grabs it out of the air. No, no, yeah. um, a guy, a guy I should have fired probably ages ago because he has minus one armor. <laughs> and tackle. What a pathetic one. <laughs> exactly. Kind of armor eight. Only armor eight. Goodness me. Um, he's got it. So yeah. no. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Snatch it out of the end. It would an amazing score if you'd, uh, if you'd caught it in one of. I don't know what the speed of dice rolls were. What a catch. Oh, wait. To actually fly, send it to the. So it's like to catch, it was like a. Three up. What three to catch? Up. Yeah, yeah. Three, three up. Three up catch. To catch him, it's basically a five up pass. Five, so five up, up pass. Likely would have scattered off if it had been indirect. Um, three up catch, and then it would have been a one dice blitz. Gun ho down the line. No, I don't know. I don't know if you were close enough. To Sounds old on to me. Yeah. Anyway, so York's plucked out of the air. Interception. Uh, they scored with two turns for the Fury to play. The Norse to play. Uh, and it looked on. It looked 
looked like it was possible until the Yeti decided to roll double skull. We roll double skull. Oh. And the other thing about the intersection was also that the catcher, the agility for a catcher, then got served immediately afterwards because yeah. he was right <laughs> on the sidelines. So it wasn't just the fact they lost the ball, it was lost also the catcher as well. Star lost player. Sort of star, yeah. Well, it wasn't the Yeti, it was the wolf. The wolf blitz, yeah, wolf blitz, not the Yeti. At that point, we're at the double skull, yeah, double skull. Double skull. So like some bad luck at the end. Some bad luck. Could have been 2 2. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. But there was a goblin frame for no reason, so. <laughs> <laughs> what a final. It does sound like an incredible no, no. final. I think, I think it was uh, solidly an all, an all game, and I, I just thank you for just making it just a little bit more fun for the spectators by lobbing the goblin. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I think they got the wrong And then winning anyway. The coach was like, oh, yeah, yeah. You want to no, not that one, not that one. Too late. <laughs> too late. It's all there. The entertainment player the evening. It's not turn eight. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap this up before it descends into anarchy. It's likely to. What time is it? 11 o'clock in a pub. Yes. In DBL. It's going to descend into anarchy. And all's well. <laughs> But thanks for coming on, Mark, Commissioner, outgoing Commissioner. Yes. And thanks, Martin. Congratulations again for winning. Cheers, guys. And Steve Singh, obviously. Commiseration, Steve, for, uh, for losing. But I'm sure you'll be back with a vengeance. Just been there. Thank you. Cheers, ladies and gents. Bye bye. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back, and I'm joined again by Phil. How are you, Phil? Um, great. What the listeners don't know is we're actually filming this directly after well, the don't first... Don't spoil the magic! <laughs> Sorry. Um, you will have now, just... in, in, in the days that have gone by since we weeks. last... Weeks. Weeks. Since yeah. we last filmed the last part, I've done a bit of research. Have you? Mm. What research? And El Nota... Oh, I looked that up as well. What did I you look it up I think it means... As? It's the Spanish way of saying the dude. Oh... As in from um, Big, Lebowski. Big Lebowski, or just potentially just calling someone a dude. Ah, because I looked it up as the note. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but from what you're saying, that sounds more plausible. Yeah. So the, you think he's the dude? He was a bit of a dude. You'd be like, you know, so you could be like, um, you know, ¿Qué tal en nota? Ah, okay. That's What's a really on? really bad. ¿Qué accent. onda nota? <laughs> ¿Qué pexue? Do you pull girls with that? All the time. I don't believe you. <laughs> Seems untrue. I'm so lonely. <laughs> oh, hold me. <laughs> so anyway, so guys, you will have just heard uh, an assortment of interviews and bits and bobs at the Cucklebury. And I thought rather... Oh my God. And that, oh my God. I couldn't believe that happened at the Cucklebury. Uh, Amazing. What? That thing happened. When he rolled the dice. And that person And won that was the result. Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are the chances? I know. I know. Slim. And somebody won. Yeah, indeed. Or when he casualty that player. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. You'll, it'll be funny if nobody gets casualty now. <laughs> don't, don't spoil the magic. <laughs> anyway, um, we thought we'd come up, rather than doing a fireside chat with Moore, because we did last time around, which I think people did enjoy. Um, I mean, it was time, a bit creepy. Was, 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 it, was it a bit weird? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Well, you think this is less creepy? <laughs> Um, right, I think we should talk some Hobby Corner. I was thinking what we should call that. I think we should call it the Hobby Harim. The Hobby Harim? Yeah, because, you know, it's a bit. our hobby is a bit dirty, isn't it, really? Wouldn't you say? Is it? Yeah, my hobby what? is certainly quite dirty. 
Maybe you and I hobby in a different way. <laughs> do, you, do you not see your hobby as dirty? No. All right, just, what would you want to call it? I just sit at my painting table there with my brushes and my, my little figurines. Have a little play. And paint them. Fiddle with models. Anyway, no, hobby harem sounds lovely. Hobby harem. Okay. If, if you if you insist on calling it that, I mean, I, <laughs> you can maybe some kind of nice jingle to go with it as well. Okay, like a like yeah, I'll, I'll get like a far eastern jingle. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Anyway, uh, what have you done in your hobby harem this week? This week in my hobby harem. <laughs> or like in the last few weeks. I've been painting Carriage on Overlord. Oh, nice. How's that been going? Really, really good. Okay. Very enjoyable. I've, as as per at the moment, not a huge amount of time to paint. But I'm doing a test colour scheme, and it's the Barak Zon colour scheme, which oh, nice. are kind of a very dark blue navy overall, red armour, and then gold and silver like most of the other caradrons. Um, so just about finished my first one of those, and then we'll start batch painting the rest of my Arcanaut company. Awesome. So they're they're in progress. My halflings are coming along as well. Have you done any more? So you did one that uses Puggy. Did one who uses Puggy uh, at the UKTC. Um, and I've got another four who are part way done now. They just need a bit more work, and then we get those done. Okay. But um, yeah, so been doing them as well. You've not moved on to the trees. Not moved. I started painting deep root a little bit. But yeah, my, my grand plans of painting up a halfling team for UKTC obviously results in me painting one model. UKTC 2020! Yeah! 2020, yeah! <laughs> so maybe if I start now, I might finish them for then. No, it seems unlikely. Uh, is there anything else on my painting table at the moment? Those are the things I'm working on. Mm -hmm. They're proving very enjoyable. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to cracking on. And how about yourself? How are your um, simians? Simians, I haven't done anything more on them yet. Are they, they all built modeling. No, no. Well, they are, so they're built but not converted, if that makes sense. So I've, I've, I've done the bodies and I've got them all on bases, but I've got a lot of fur sculpting to do. Mm. So, I've, so I haven't done any more on that since I last we last spoke. Um, but uh, the Gorilla Grod model that I'm going to use as my silverback has arrived, so the guy with the cape, which I think would be cool. He's actually, he's not as big as I'd hoped. I thought he'd be significantly bigger than the orc conversions mm. I've used. He is bigger, so I think if I maybe build, put, sort of build him up on the base a little bit so he's definitely taller. Is he, cape, I think is he hunched okay. over like a gorilla? No. Or is he more like stood tall? Yeah, he stood up like a superhero, like raising his arms and That's... kind of um, flexing them, which okay. I think is quite cool. Um, uh, I was kind of hoping for a bit more of like a Donkey Kong kind of... Well, I'm doing a Donkey Kong conversion for one of my gorillas. Mm. So this is the silverback, the big, okay. big dude. Um, I mean, maybe not. I mean, I, the other thing is I could use... So it's Gorilla Grodd and two of his henchmen. And I've converted two gorillas so far. I could use them as gorillas. I mean, mm. I'll, I'll have to stick them on. Look. They weren't hugely expensive. It was like £18 for the three or something. They weren't ridiculously bad. But anyway, I bought them. No, what I've been working on is uh, for the uh, ECBBL that kicks off next week. Is it next week? It is. Yeah. Am I meant to have chosen my team yet? Yeah. Have you not done that? I know I'm halflings, but like, am I meant to have put a roster somewhere? Uh, no, but you will. You should do by Tuesday. I mean, it's a it's a few flings and a couple of trees, isn't it? Trees, yeah. Are you coming on Tuesday? You think the draft night? Maybe. Depends where I'm in court. Okay. Because that's good fun. They do that, like Valor. Will draft everybody um, into their. Uh, he'll do the first match, match, so he'll randomly roll that. And if your opponent's there, you can play that night, which most people are. Um, that sounds if, good. If not, it's not the end of the world, but you can. Uh, and then he'll put everyone into their groups on the night. So he'll just draw everyone first randomly, and then he'll put them into groups, basically, is how he does the draft. Um, so because that's on Tuesday, I'm taking Corn. Uh, 
for that. For the Exciting. So I've been converting my Bloodthirster, which is starting to look pretty cool. And, and it's the first model I've properly sort of scratch built almost completely. So I've gone for, um, uh, so I've done a lot of models where I've done very, very heavy conversions. But for this one, I've literally, uh, and I don't, I can't do the whole thing, you know, proper sculptors, and this is the next level up. Like, this is my first time I've done this. Mm. Next level up is where you get a proper wireframe, you know, kind of. Yeah, you need, you need to sculpt around the skeleton. Yeah, so, and because I'm not at that level yet, the way I've done it is I've, I've used um, Juggernaut legs as his legs. So, mm. those, so those I've just sort of green stuff together and built a, a base for him to, to be built off. And then I've chopped up a crypt horror body. So, and it, you can't see much of that body at all. It was just about having a body that's the right size to yeah. build around. Um, and then I've used the, uh, the, have you seen the Corn Age of Sigmar Lord who came in the very first box set? Yeah, I think so. The guy with the big axe and the, and the hound. So I've used his cape and kind of armour and that looks like a sort of surplus around the Bloodthirster's neck, the, the top bit of the armour. So that kind of, I've kind of green stuff that onto the top of the Crypt Horror stuff. And at the moment I'm sculpting the sort of chest and stomach of the Bloodthirster. And then actually the, the Bloodthirster head from the actual Bloodthirster kit, if you don't put all the big horn stuff on, is about the right size for that model. It's fantastic. It's like very slightly scaled up maybe, but I think once I've finished building him up, he's going to look pretty cool. He's going to be huge. Like he fits on a 32mm base, so he'll fit on the pitch, but there's no way, as there's no way fitting, that guy's lying down. As befitting, um, suitably terrifying exactly uh monster bloodthirster is and i have deliberately hamstrung myself in the ecbbl by by taking him from the by taking one. him from the start because <laughs> he's so expensive yeah. my roster's like him both the heralds which are also overpriced um at 90k that's well, well overpriced for what their stats are um and then one uh, blood letter and then just nine men and, two, um, and only two rerolls. Blood Letter is the only one that doesn't have Frenzy. Exactly. Right? So I'm going to be doing a lot of Frenzy, which is going to be good fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's my converting that. And actually over the weekend, I'm also going to convert up. So I've got a load of, um, you know, the corn uh, normal dudes, the corn marauder guys. Can't yeah. Recall. I've got a load of them. Yeah, I'm going to stick them, kit bash them with human um, blood bowl stuff and make my line dudes up. And I've got a load of blood letters from my Age of Sigmar army that I'm going to sort of check out as well and get together for the team. That's my hobby stuff that I've been doing. Well, that, Last... that, that was another hobby harem. It was another hobby harem from Talk Nuffle. <laughs> um, and then just uh, the final thing I think we should do for this episode is a sort of quick look to events coming up. I mean, namely the first, the big one I want to talk about, Super Bowl. Because the Super Bowl is only one month away now. The stuff's been coming through, Phil, hasn't it? Have you seen seen the pictures? I've, I've seen some uh, photo of a trophy. Yeah, it's a big seen trophy. A stylish it? comb. It is a big trophy. <laughs> what <It> the comb? <laughs> yeah. um, I'm really pleased with that, actually. That that trophy is a massive, massive trophy, which is cool. Um, and the cards as well, I've got the special play cards. They look excellent. Yeah, they do look. I think they look very slick. I'm pleased with how all the stuff's coming together. I wanted to make it a really good event for all the guys coming and, and have good trophies and all that. So that's on the 23rd of February. There are a handful of tickets if you want to go and pick them up. Because you've sold, what, over 40 by now, is that right? Yeah, and I've had a few people coming dropping out. Actually, the first thing, first person to come in can have Thomas McGiven's tickets. He's dropped out and he's trying to look for someone to replace him. Okay. So Thomas McGiven is looking for someone to replace him at the Super Bowl. Um, what other events? I was going to talk about another event, I think. It was the Super Bowl. And seamlessly just checking this out. Uh, I mean, I, I... Can you just ad-lib for a minute? Um, so yeah, 
<laughs> oh yeah, I was going to. I've, I've written here. Look to the Super Bowl and the Cuck Final, but the Cuck Finals happened. We've already done that. We've done we? the Cuck already. Oh, and what a game it was! Oh, what a game! Yeah, <laughs> what a game! One for the ages. One exactly. for the ages. And I guess what we'll start talking about soon is um, Backbreaker at some point once that's all come together. Yes, indeed. We'll bring that up. Right, I think that just about concludes episode three of Talk Knuckle. Is Matt, have you got anything more to say? No, I think I think that's enough for, for this episode, certainly. And then next episode, we'll hopefully start looking at a team in depth. Yeah, that was planned, wasn't it? Um, we'll have a think about that. And discuss some tactics, discuss some builds. Um, and what not to do, because that's all we know. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be it. Right, Fantastic. guys. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on, Phil. Oh, well, pleasure. Pleasure to be here, as always, with you, Tom. And pleasure to be with you, Phil. Ah, oh, that's nice. Anyway, see you uh see you soon. Bye.